Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to Believe in the Broncos podcast presented by Bet Online. I'm Chris Braden, got Big O along the side. Orlando, let's not bury the lead. Finally, Nathaniel Hackett is gone. Your first takes when you heard about it yesterday. Um, honestly, wasn't surprised. I, I watched a football team that absolutely crumbled in front of the whole world to see on Christmas Day. Yeah, the Broncos had no more primetime games, but they found a way when the spotlight shined on them the most to just absolutely discombobulate as a football team. Um, we saw it early in the season, right? Where we're like, the NFL probably will never give this football team another primetime game ever because there was week in, week out, different issues with this football team. So for me, just kind of watching what I saw this Sunday on Christmas Day with everybody there, you know, before going in that game, you could say, well, Nathaniel Hackett's guys play hard for him, and it seems to be this team respects him and respects each other. Well, you saw that they weren't playing hard for him this past Sunday against the Rams, losing by 37 points. And you saw the, the you know, the explosiveness and the fireworks between Brett Rippon, Dalton Reisner on the sideline, Randy Greggy throwing a punch and swinging out there. The lack of respect where it let the public and this ownership group know that Nathaniel Hackett no longer has a thumb on this football team. So really wasn't surprised. And, you know, I kind of just touched on it. The last thing that we have not seen this year was that embarrassing loss. And it came, unfortunately, on Christmas, losing to the 2022 Baker Mayfield-led L.A. Rams, where Baker got there, what, two and a, two weeks ago? To lose to them by 37 points, just absolutely ridiculous. You know, watching on the sidelines, you're 100% right. There was a different vibe. And something that really stuck out to me, you know, Randy Gregory you know, De- Broncos country, we really don't even know who this guy is yet, really. We, he's played a couple of games. Dalton Reisner, he's the local boy. You know, everyone wants to talk about Dalton. Brought, uh, Broncos didn't offer him his contract. He thought it was coming a couple of weeks ago. The fact that he's pushing Brett Rippon on the sideline, and then the, this is the part that stuck out to me the most, I think. The only player that stepped in the middle – was Latavius Murray, a dude that's been, been on the team for like a few weeks. It was I was watching that, and I was like, this is just train off the tracks. I'm like, yeah. I, what's going on? Yeah, it wasn't anybody that was has been there for Brett Rippon and, and Dalton Reisner for the last four years. These guys have been together. They're both free agents at the end of the year. They've been together mm-hmm. for many, many years. Dalton has had to block for Brett Rippon, and that situation just screamed dysfunction out loud for this whole entire football team. But also, I want to also look at who else is Dalton Reisner? 
the Walton Payton Man of the Year nominee for the Denver Broncos, the person yes. that's in the community, the person that this football team voted on and said, man, basically, you're a great guy. And for you to him to go out there and be pushing a fellow teammate, a, the backup quarterback, it shows you how bad and how far this thing has unraveled, right? So, one, Dalton Reisner regressed major under Butch Berry this past year. Two, you're watching on Sunday, on Christmas Day, Dalton Reiser is looking absolutely like garbage. This Rams, this Rams team that goes into a football game without Aaron Donald absolutely embarrassed Russell Wilson and this Broncos offensive line, missing their best player. Imagine if their best player had to play. Um, would Dalton Reiser started swinging on Brett Rippon at that point? Mm-hmm. Would, they, would it have been that bad or that embarrassing? That embarrasses this ownership group. That embarrasses who this ownership group has leading this whole entire organization. And that's Nathaniel Hackett. So, you know, for me, I'm watching that and I'm like, oh my goodness gracious, he's 100% going to get fired. Like he's not going to survive that. And then ultimately you see the, what, what the snowball effect, right? Where we see now Butch Berry and Dwayne Stukes gone as well. The interesting thing to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like, you know, if you have a strong head coach sitting there, I didn't see Hackett come address that on the sideline at all. And really, you know, if I'm thinking back to the Shanahan days or even the Foxy days, he goes and addresses it. And then there's also an, a chance that Don Reisner might be a sent to the locker room. Like literally nothing on the sideline was addressed. And that's when I knew that this was just chaos and like he had to go at that point. Yeah. It's either you're addressing it or you're allowing it to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Obviously this football team felt that they were allowed to do certain things. Let's look at the Randy Gregory situation. I watched in training camp when the Dallas Cowboys come and came in town. I watched this Broncos defense go against that Cowboys offense. And there was about seven fights in one practice that went on. And Randy Gregory was screaming at the top of his lungs, each and every one of them on the sideline, acting like he was ready to go put a helmet on and get in. Because at this point, he was on IR. He was rehabbing an injury, but that's how he was going about it. This ownership group knew that and saw that. And now you go many, many weeks down the road, season almost over, and Randy Gregory's throwing punches in the, in the middle of a football game. So that right there is... TNT, right? That is, you know, a cancer. That is saying, I don't care what you guys think. I'm going to do whatever I want because I'm not afraid of the consequences as well. I promise you that would have never happened under John Fox because Foxy told us, period, point blank, you get into a fight. I'm hitting you with conjure detrimental. I'm finding you the max amount of money that I'm allowed to find you. And you might not make this football team. Guys would really go into games and think, you know, my whole time thought process with how Foxy dealt with fights in training camp going into games now, it's a big no-no. Wouldn't even dare to do that because honestly, Chris, I'd be afraid that I wouldn't be able to finish that day, that he'd send me in the locker room early and tell me, get off the field. My day is over. Take my stuff off. So I, I look at a strong-minded head coach and also a player's coach as well, who was John mm-hmm. Fox, and how he handled things where nobody would dare do that. And now I look at Nathaniel Hackett, who's a player's coach, and obviously you're allowing it for Randy Gregor to feel that he could go do that and there was no real consequences or repercussions. 
you and I, I'm sure we both agree that Nathaniel Hackett wasn't the whole problem. It was uh, just one of the many problems that Broncos have. You have Hackett, you have Wilson not playing well. You got all the injuries, which is just crazy, especially on the offensive line. How much, how much more do the Broncos have to do to get this where you think Broncos country has some hope? Oh, I couldn't sell my tickets to the Arizona game. Like mm-hmm. I put them up there for 30 bucks and someone bought them like in the second quarter, 18,000 wow. no shows. We have, uh, the Chargers game. There'll probably be more people at that game just because to see Herbert and, and the Chargers play. But like the fans, Broncos country has had enough. What has to happen next? Culture needs to change. Um, you know, I continue to say this on all the stuff, the other stuff that I do. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I was, you know, I think I, I, I really landed at about two, uh, two thirds of this team could possibly stay with the fact of being 53 guys on the active roster with 10 guys being on the practice squad. So 63 guys being here. So I was saying, you know, that this team had to at least move on from 21 of these guys to help start moving the culture in the right direction. And now I think that uh, that number is about 50%. So half this football team needs to be different next year. But also that you need a disciplinarian as a head coach. You need a person that's going to come in here and say, hey, this is how it's going to go. And it's not about one person or one individual and what they want and how they want to run things. No, we're going to run things how I see fit because I'm the head coach of this football team and you're only as good as your weakest link. So every play that we call, we're going to have confidence that our weakest link could go out there and execute. Russell Wilson ran 37 dropbacks the other day against the LA Rams. Yeah, I know it gets out of hand, but at the same point, you don't have the personnel around Russell Wilson to drop back 37 times. And we are giving up sacks left, right, and center you would think that they would make adjustments and start moving the pocket, start doing a little bit more boots, start doing some more of the screen game. And that never came. So when you watch things like this for a football team, you know that there's a disconnect with the the trust tree, the, the three amigos, or if you want to call it. And that's the head coach, the offensive coordinator, and the quarterback. So the next head coach for the Denver Broncos has to come down, come in from day one, lay the law, and then move forward and now hold each and everybody accountable. Russell Wilson needs to be held accountable like he is the long snapper of this football team and treated like the long snapper of the football team is treated to the next head coach as well. The interesting thing, I heard Evero, they approached him about this interim job and he declined it. We have Rossberg the uh, last couple of weeks of the season. Are we going to see anything different or are we just writing this out? Um, I think we're going to see some things different because Jerry Rosberg is close to George Payton and Nathaniel Hackett, you know, um, not Nathaniel Hackett, George Payton and the Walton Penner group, right? So you look at that and I think what we'll see is an influx of young players out there playing. Um, but also I think we're going to see a little bit more along the lines of, I think Calvin Anderson is going to be back in the lineup. Right. Because now Butch Berry's gone. I think we'll start trying guys out at special teams as well, where it's no longer, hey, Montreal, Washington, you get to go back there and go hang out and do whatever the heck you want to do. So I think we'll see a little bit of difference, but it's going to be who are the young guys that we want to move forward with, that we want to keep around, that are going to go out there and fight their butts off for their last name 
but also the Denver Broncos because they want to be a part of changing the culture around here. Interesting thing on the field, Cortland Sutton was out one week. They started playing Jerry Judy on the outside more. And since they've done that, Jerry Judy's actually been playing well. Is this, is this change in coaching going to be good for Jerry Judy? Um, is this coaching going to be good for Jerry Judy? This- yeah, like new, new, new head coach, new offensive thoughts and stuff. Is this going to be good for Jerry Judy? Yeah, nothing changes for Jerry Judy. I mean, you have something good going. Jerry Judy, George Payton has to make a huge decision on Jerry Judy along with this ownership group as well. So I don't anticipate anything changing for Jerry Judy because you have to decide if you're going to pick up his fifth-year option or not in after these next two games. So mm-hmm. I, I think you're going to keep Jerry Judy in the position that he's in and see what he can do. Obviously, there's something there. And when Cortland was out in that position, there wasn't anything there. So Jerry Judy, that's now his position. He's won that job, in my opinion. And Me too. It, it shouldn't even be a question. Is there a chance George Payton's not the GM next year? Is there a chance to George Payton? I, I, no, I, I truly believe that he's going to be here. I, I don't know that this ownership group knows enough about football to want to now burn it down from the get-go and be looking for GMs and um, also head coaches. So... I think George Payton survives another year. He gets a, uh, his third head coach in three years. And then if he's not able to assemble a better football team with a better depth perception, with the be- with better depth around the whole thing, that at that point, that he could be gone. But yes, he gets the, he's here next year at the start of the season, but on a short leash. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews, news for every single league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today. Use your mobile device to join today. And- and make your first sports bet. Use promo code BELIEVE50. That's B L E A V 50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Two things people have been talking about Sean Payton coming to Denver, but also a lot of people want Peyton Manning to come in and assume some sort of role with the Denver Broncos. Is it either one of those plausible? No. Neither one of them. Sean Payton's waiting on L.A. He's waiting on Dallas' job as well. And quite frankly, I think if you know Mike McCartney doesn't get at least to the championship game, uh, if he doesn't get at least to the NFC championship, then he's not going to be there anymore. So Sean Payton will get his wish on Dallas, but he's certainly going to have an opportunity to go to L.A. I truly believe that because his name and who he is. So... He's going to have options this offseason, and those football teams are going to have some firepower in order to trade for Sean Payton and get the deal done. So I don't think Sean Payton looks at the Denver Broncos and says, hey, I want to come there. I want to be a part of fixing Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson got a head coach fired in 15 games that looks worse than the Urban Meyer firing. At least Urban Meyer was out there, and it was justifiable. He was kicking players. He was doing all type of craziness behind the scenes. With that football team and with that Jacksonville organization, with Sean Payton now, I don't think he wants to attach himself 
go from Drew Brees, a quarterback that's, yes, sir, how high, sir, what do you need me to do, sir, no static, basically the best friend relationship to now Russell Wilson, a guy that got a, a head coach fired in 15 games. So I don't think that that's possible at all. And when you look at Peyton Manning, it's the exact same thing. If you're Peyton Manning, why get involved with the Denver Broncos? You're already making millions and millions of dollars with Omaha Productions. You have the free will to do other things. But also this past year, I spent time with Peyton coaching his son's little league football team. And he's already reached out to me and asked me what's up for next year, if I'm going to be able to coach as well. So he's already thinking about next year. So I don't see him now dedicating so much of his time to the Denver Broncos when he's really enjoying coaching his son's football team. That's awesome. So a lot of coaching, you know, a lot of retreads are coming around there. Everyone's making their list of the, the new Broncos head coach. Last year when they were going through the coaching process, I really liked Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn kind of made it through all the way to the end. He's another one on the list again this year. Are there any coaches out there that you would like to see the Broncos go out and take a look at? Uh, I think it's way too early to start speculating on the coaches. I, I just think that the next coach has to have one quality and one quality only. He has to be <laughs> he has to be a player's coach, but also a leader. And a leader, a person that is a leader is a person, in my opinion, a definition of a leader. Yes, we know the generic version of it in the dictionary. But a person that is a true leader to football players is a person that's going to hold that player back from himself, a person that's going to tell the person that understands that there's 10 inches from the middle of your back to, you know, the middle of your butt. And when you do good, you pat that player on the back. When that player does bad, he goes down six inches and he kicks him in the butt or he chews that player out. So for me, it's all about a strong-minded head coach, a guy that's going to come in and say, hey, you know what? This is how it goes from day one. It's about us. It's not about Russell Wilson. We're going to strip Russ from all those accolades. We're going to handle you, Russell Wilson, like he's basically a rookie again where he has to earn that trust, earn, you know, his stamp or his free will, his free range that he could possibly have on this offense. So for me, it's it's about those qualities. I, 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 you know, people talk about these all these different names. I've already said weeks ago that I would like Sean Payton, but it's probably not going to happen. Well, it's most likely not going to happen. So now you start looking at other names. I think, you know, the Broncos should definitely consider Ryan Flores. I think you definitely got to look at Dan Quinn as well. I think you just also got to look at, you know, um, John Harborough. It, is it John, the Michigan guy? Harbor. Yep. Yeah. So John, Jim Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh, John the Ravens. Yeah. Yeah. So Jim, uh, Jim was a back. Jim was a quarterback in the NFL. He was uh, instrumental in the recruitment of Peyton Manning. When Peyton was looking at teams, Peyton, he got Peyton to go consider um, the San Francisco 49ers. So I, I think that you got to just look at strong minded head coaches moving forward for the Denver Broncos. One that I really like, and you probably know him fairly well, is D'Amico Ryans. Uh, is he ready for a head coaching job? I think he could come in here and and uh, it would be like probably totally different than Nathaniel Hackett at this point. But he's a guy, I look what he's doing over there in San Francisco, and I'm like, I like that. Kind of reminds me a little bit of Salah, you know what I mean, in New York. Yeah, um, but let's also look at those coaching trees, right? Let's look at that Shanahan coaching tree, right? Shanahan comes back, they go get John Elway, right? Okay, mm-hmm. Kyle goes to San Francisco. 
Powell trades for Jimmy Garoppolo never really lets Jimmy get ahead of himself, really keeps Jimmy contained, right? Sean McVay now was on that Shanahan coaching staff in Washington. Sean McVay goes and gets Jared Goff, is able to mentor him, get the absolute best out of him, but then ultimately goes in a different direction with Matthew Stafford and is able to contain him as well. Um, LeFair, you saw how he's worked really, really well with Aaron Rodgers, but that was the league MVP, and Aaron Rodgers struggled the first year that LeFair was there. Sala now goes to the Jets and moves on immediately from Sam Donald and goes and drafts Zach Wilson and has benched Zach Wilson. So these coaching trees, they don't really care about the quarterback position, man. They'll let the quarterback know that, hey, you are not the most important piece to the puzzle. We're not going to sit here and cater to you. So I, I think with that being said, because Russ has already fired a head coach. I don't think Domenico is going to touch the Denver Broncos with a 10-foot pole because Mm. they've already anointed this guy and he's going to be here for the next four years no matter what. (laughs) That's too bad. Well, we got two games left, both AFC West opponents going to Kansas City this week. Broncos play well against the Chiefs, the concussion for Russ. I mean, who knows what would happen. What do we look forward to this week as Broncos country? What can we get excited about this game going into the Chiefs? Um, just look at the, a bunch of young guys out there. We could maybe find a diamond in the rough, right? Um, right. That's what I'll be paying attention to this week. Uh, the young guys and, and who should be here moving forward, who you know, do I think is fighting their butts off to be a part of the solution and you know, to help this organization change the culture. Good stuff, Bob. Maybe we'll uh, talk about the Chiefs. This is so interesting. This season with the Denver Broncos, and you're doing a lot more than I do. It is. It's hard to be negative every day, and and it's like just give me, you know, give me something good. You know, the Broncos are trying. I don't know. I like it's hard. It's just hard doing these jobs right now when the team's not good or even competing. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's extremely hard, but it is what it is, right? We gotta. Make a living, earn a living some way, somehow, right? Exactly. Well, Big O, I appreciate your time, and I will catch you again later on in the week. All right, Chris. Have a great week. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.